Welcome everybody to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast hosted by actual Hidden Guardians. And there's more than one of us today on the show. Number 86, the holiday special. Benj and I have a little bit of stuff to go over before the end of 2022. Yeah, we're going to talk about our holidays. We're going to talk about Destiny 2 and the new stuff that's out there. We're going to talk about another game that frankly may be a late blooming game of the year for me called Vampire Survivors. You may have heard of it. And, you know, whatever else we feel like. Because, fuck it. It's been a while. I'm out right. <laughs> Ben's just here. How you doing, I'm buddy? here! What's up? How is ever? How are you, man? It's been a while. <sighs> God, this past two months have been hell. It's just, <laughs> it, it has not been good. It, it's just not been good. You know, sure. With the Mars passing away and just other stuff. Like, my wife's mom is in the hospital still. I don't know. Yeah, she won't be getting out to... Well, fortunately, it's not like ICU or anything. She's out of that, and she's moved into the rehab area. So she's okay. rehabilitating right now. But she's elderly, you know? Yeah. She's not, and she's not home. She won't be home till at the earliest after New Year's. We can't Ooh. even visit her. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. We can't even visit her. My wife has thought about it, but it's like, you know what? She's a school teacher. You don't know what the hell you're packing. Yeah. <laughs> even with precautions and vaccinations and everything else under the sun, you just don't know. It, it was, it's, it's been rough. It's been very fucking rough. And then yesterday, the temperature here in most of the United States decided to go from, oh, we're in the mid-30s to... How about negative freezing hell? <laughs> That's the living... best kind of freezing hell. Yeah, well, you had it first. Where you are, it came ripping through Canada straight up your uh, mm -hmm, there. Yes, yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say the one one day you're like, yeah, I woke up with the wind chill. It was like minus thirty three degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, there uh, there was uh, the warmest it got this week during at least my work week was, I think, like negative 11. Oh, God, that's awful. And it's, it's uh, uh, there was some stuff where it did hit about minus 40, um, even with like without wind chill. So it's a uh, it's been very, very cold this week, but it's supposed to be like 40 degrees tomorrow on uh, Christmas Day. <laughs> so it'll be yeah. uh, shorts and t-shirt weather. We'll just go out golfing or something for Christmas. <laughs> well, well you're, you're lucky. You're lucky. It's not going to be uh, minus. It's not going to be 40 degrees here. It's still going to be pushing just into the single digits for us because it's working away across country. You're farther west than I am. Yeah. And uh, for anybody that doesn't use Fahrenheit, it, that would be, uh, by the way, minus 33 degrees Fahrenheit would be minus 36 point infinite <laughs> repeating one Celsius uh, for anybody that cares to know. <laughs> uh, it's just fucking awful. My poor dog went outside. We had coats on her. We had all this stuff. She peed. And then I've never seen her dash that quickly to get back in. <laughs> Ever. Ever. She actually came into the house and looked at us like, you know what? It's time you potty trained me. I, I will sit on the toilet. <laughs> I'll never have to go out there ever again. 
I'm too old. For this. I am too old for this crap. And I agree. But hey, when uh, we got the holidays, we're, we're actually recording this on uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th. Um, I can tell you, on my end, we ain't ready for tomorrow. <laughs> Not in the slightest. What about you? You good to go? Um, like for Christmas? Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean I've I've been uh I got all my Christmas uh shopping and whatnot done um a few weeks ago, so I've been mm-hmm. I've been sitting pretty. Everything all wrapped, ready to go? Wrapped, ready to go. I got Decorated. cards already written out. It's yeah. uh now it be is be married with a kid. <laughs> <laughs> a kid that has gone through the house and found everything. Oh no! <laughs> At four, it, it's it's tremendous right now. It's absolutely tremendous. Yeah, we, I still I have to wrap my gifts. Still for uh, my wife, mm-hmm. um, we have to wrap all the gifts for the kid. Yeah, she has to wrap all the. She has to wrap anything for me. Um. My family's coming over like one one thirty tomorrow afternoon for oh, sure. dinner, which we had that catered. We we we, you know, there's a uh, catering service in our area, pretty good. They actually just dropped the food off about an hour ago. Oh, so sure. All we have to do is warm it up. It's ready to go. Appetizers, full dinner, dessert, everything. So we're good. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Hell yeah. But the house ain't ready. <laughs> it's this is a mess. This year was a mess, and then we got a call from my parents, who've been out of power since last night. Oh yikes! My elderly parents, out of power. We didn't know. They have a generator, so yes, their furnace is still going and all this stuff. But my father, who is 70-something years old, has to go out and put more fuel into their generator every four hours. And I'm sitting there going, when are they going to get the electricity back on for you? Ah, they should fix it today. I hope they do. And I hope it's soon. Yeah. But there's thousands of people in our area that are without power right now. We're fortunate because the grid that part of the grid we're on actually connects to a hospital not far from us. So prioritizes a little bit just to make sure. And um, not where my parents are. They're kind of out in a a more rural area. So I I hope their stuff gets done because I don't know what they're going to do. We don't have room here. They'll have to get a hotel. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to say the least tomorrow. Yeah, it, yeah, that is that that is the way to put it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, it's definitely the way to put it. So here's here's since we're talking about just general shit. Was there anything that you told any family members that you wanted as a gift this year? Because I, I saw that going around on social media. It's like, what do guys actually want for Christmas? 
You know, they yeah. always give the same answer. It's like, oh, get me this, get me this. But what they really want is a little bit different. You know, I sure. saw one answer. It was like this one guy, he just wants the same sweatshirt every year. Same manufacturer, same brand, same color. Because oh. he wears them to work and he burns through them. I think they're like uh, Car Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are pretty decent for work, you know. Um Something like that. Was there anything that you were like, nah, this is what I really want? Because, yeah, I had some things on my list, and I guarantee that the only person that listened to me would be my wife. <laughs> I mean, I didn't ask for much. I I really just wanted a lot of, uh... Porn. Like, movie... <laughs> uh, like, movie or video game uh, soundtracks on, on a vinyl. Oh, of course. That's, uh... That's been... Uh, the most common theme that I've had this year, but uh, yeah, no, I feel like I'm definitely hitting a point where I don't really want or need a lot. I know every year, like, my mom always gets me, like, a pack of socks and a pack of underwear, which is good, because I go through a lot of socks and stuff with with my work that I do, and yeah, I, I it's... Nothing, nothing crazy. Just uh, mm-hmm. some pretty basic necessities, which is, uh, uh to me, just fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mind basic necessities, but I can get them throughout the year. If you're gonna get me a gift, please pay attention to what I'm asking for. Yeah. So for the past three years, I've asked for two things: gift cards and scratch-off lottery tickets. <laughs> Would you like to guess what I've not gotten in three years? Uh, probably everybody is outside of my, everybody outside of my uh, wife and kid now. <laughs> it's got to be the scratch off tickets, right? And, and, and the gift cards. <laughs> and the gift cards. I've received. Oh. Um, I've received uh, like handmade soaps. I've received uh, clothes. It's like, mom, you are almost seventy-seven years old. Stop buying me clothes. <laughs> Sure. I thought I thought you would wear this. It's like you bought me socks and underwear. My seventy-seven year old mother should not be buying me underwear. For God's <laughs> sakes, I'm middle aged. Stop doing this to me. And and here's the other thing: like years and years ago, when we didn't have the kid, when we didn't have a house, we just got married. I was really big into collecting Lego sets because I put them together and stuff like that. It's like oh, Lego. Five years ago, I told my mother, stop with the Legos, because I had enough of them. It's like, I don't have room anymore. Stop. She keeps buying me Legos every year. It's like, stop. Oh, you like Star Wars Legos? No, I don't. I haven't liked those in a decade. Please stop. (laughs) I told you last year, stop it. Two years ago, she got into a yelling match with, yes, my mother, who has cancer, got into a yelling match with me at Christmas Day when I opened up a box and saw Legos in it that were Star Wars related. And I didn't like, oh, this is so great. I just kind of looked at it. And she's like, what? That's exactly what you wanted for Christmas. And my brother, bless his heart, and I don't mean that in the Southern way. I actually mean thank you for saying this turned to her and said, he's been telling you for the past five years to stop buying this. 
That's funny. And she's like, oh, I didn't hear that. It's like, of course you didn't hear that. This is why we're going to put you in a home. No. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my stepdad's mom, my grandma, um, I've I've never gotten them, but my stepbrother and my stepdad every year always get like this really weird like graphic tea, I guess you could call it. It's just like just the weird stuff. Like um my stepbrother one year got a shirt that said, I hope your life is as good as you pretend it is on Facebook or something like that. <laughs> it's like that is that's a very common thing for my grandma to get both my stepdad and my stepbrother, and I think that's, that's pretty fantastic. funny. I, <laughs> I fucking love that shit. This year we totally we were my wife usually got us some sort of like pun related holiday shirt. Like last year I had this uh, two bears, like a daddy bear and a baby bear playing video games and it said Felice Navi Dad. Ha ha ha, you know. <laughs> and um, you know, there's uh, this year we just didn't have time to go about doing that. So, kind of sucks, but you know, let's get to it. Yeah, uh, I think we probably get into the other stuff now. Destiny Two. You can hear my excitement. <laughs> For anybody that's listened to last week's uh, my state of the game 2022, you know why. But uh, I did promise that we would continue bringing this up. Still covering it. Person playing it's gonna be Venge. So <laughs> questions for you. Questions. Let's, let's start off with uh since we're still in the holiday mood here, have you did any of the dawning yet for this season? Uh yes. I I almost have uh the title and I'm probably gonna guild it before the stuff goes away. What's the uh, title called this year? Star Baker. It's not bad. I thought Cookie Bitch would also be appropriate. But... <laughs> now, Cookie is there any like fitting. is there any like improvements to this time around? I know, like uh, at least with Guardian Games this past year, they did improve a little bit of how you did it with adding like you know you know match made legendary you know nightfalls to do your stuff in did they do anything to improve the baking at all because that's such a big pain in the ass trying to get like the ingredients and stuff yeah no it's uh it's all the same and um there's been a few um ingredients that have been like a more rare to drop like the the rare ingredients are actually like more rare to see um so some of it is a bit more of a grind um which i'll I'll be honest kind of sucks (laughs) why would there be any rare ingredients if you meet the requirements of like you know you know get a precision kill you should just get the ingredient you know (laughs) yeah i feel like they they didn't need to make them harder to get um but uh I mean, for the most part it's the same um mm-hmm. 
There is, um, I, what did they start that with? Uh, Festival of the Lost with the, like, the paid-for pass thing? They started um, that with, um, uh, Solstice, actually. Okay, yeah. Solstice was um, the first one that had the $10 or a thousand silver uh, add-on where you eventually got tickets that you could buy for extra stuff, but also got a bunch of exotic uh, emotes and whatnot from the outset. So, yeah. Yeah, the there's, um, like an emote. Um, there's a few shaders, which I mean, I'll be honest, the shaders actually look pretty nice. Um, but there's there's that ten dollar thousand silver pass deal, and uh, they brought snowballs back. Um, snowballs are everywhere like patrol zone strikes um, i heard they're not in the tower though not in the tower no i'm not sure why they decided to take them out of the tower but would you would you like the answer to that because actually i might know this okay so i once i still have information showing up about this game that i haven't like disconnected from completely so i was part of the reddit destiny of the game board okay the forum sure. so i still get like an email update for like post and one of them was about the snowballs. somebody was asking why are there any snowballs in the tower dmg replied with like this very brief sentence that was in quotes hey why is that person slowing me constantly probably because the player base complained about people getting slowed constantly in the tower sure so let's, let's just leave it at that so that kind of sucks but hey at least you have more snowballs now everywhere else. If I remember last year when I played it, it there wasn't in like almost every activity and every space possible. It was just like I think. Yeah, I feel like it was like just in the tower at some point, which I don't know. Almost seems <laughs> more silly. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, the snowballs are back everywhere. Um, mm -hmm which I've actually kind of had more fun with that this year than I feel like I have in years past. That's good. Um, certain stuff with the title um, is a little weird <clears throat> with uh, snowball kills. Okay. Uh, like there's one to get, there's one to get a hundred kills with snowballs in dares of eternity. No. And it was counting like every third, three to five kills was like one. So it it took me like seven or eight runs to get a hundred kills because it wasn't counting on every kill. Which, I mean, it sucked. That was that was frustrating. But yeah. Other than that, I mean, it it's it feels the same. Uh, they did add, I uh, one new weapon, uh, okay. the disparity pulse rifle. Or no, stay frosty. Disparity is from something else. Um, Amalon stasis. Yeah, it's an Amalon stasis uh, pulse rifle. Uh, it's actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. And you still have the glacier chasm, uh, the cold front, and the avalanche, and the zephyr, like all the basic stuff. Right. Um, and they now yeah, have I a dawning uh, uh, what is it? Origin trait, origin perk, something like that. Yeah, it's it's called uh where we got Dawning Surprise, rapidly defeating targets awards a dawning gift. 
And it's something like it drops like an actual little present shaped thing. Mm -hmm. And it gives you, I'm pretty sure, a little bit of health and some ability energy when you pick it up. Yep. Yeah, it's a. I mean, to me, I guess it feels like it's nothing special, but at the same time, like it's it's adding something to stuff we've had for a couple of years now. So, yeah, I mean, if you're also running a build that like you're feeding yourself uh, elemental wells nonstop, that and getting a multi kill, you might actually pick up that little present, and that might be the thing that tops you off even quicker. So, I could I could yeah. see some benefit to it. You know, it's not going to be life or death, but hey, you'll be able to spam more volatile rounds with your girl falcon's halberd and uh whatever void weapon you feel like you know yeah of course um, that shit happens after i decide to stop playing i mean that, that just <laughs> you know, pisses me off to no end it's like that's exactly what i wanted damn it stupid morals uh. <laughs> all right so <clears throat> you, you know dawning yeah it's the dawning it's not terrible but it's not like it's so improved over last time. So that's, that's good that there's at least some consistency to it, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of consistency, it's week three of season of the Seraph, which is season 19. And yeah. they've been consistently, you know, moving along track, except this week also added a secret mission to it. But it did. It really did. What did, you, what do you think so far? Let, let's just like break down some stuff here. Um, Weapons in Season of Seraph. What do you like so far? Is there any ones you like specifically or dislike? Maybe traits or perks or something like that that you really dig? Um, well, I haven't really gotten a ton of stuff. I guess that's been worth keeping. Uh, you have uh, the three Akelos weapons again. Oh, that's actually... Hold on. Hold that thought real quick. That's actually something else. Have you been having an easier time getting red bars or not? No. I have not. I've seen people like that first week. I got everything available to craft. Yeah, I. Uh, and his name was Paul Tassie. Paul Tassie. Yep. I got. Uh, I think I've gotten like four or five red bars, like total. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's it's not been easier for me. Um, yeah. All right. So it's just like a crapshoot again. Yeah. It's still really heavy in the that world of rng and everything um but yeah you have akelos weapons again hmm. um there is some some new uh weapons like seasonal stuff that um i really like the look of okay and it kind of reminds me of uh the the hawk moon ornament that gives you like a laser sight and it's like all black and stuff right that's that's kind of the feel of it but with more of like some war mind kind of digs on the weapons so like the kind of like the stuff from season of the worthy then yeah sort of because that was the other war mind related season way back in the day but that everybody hated that because you're picking up war mine cells and throwing them at you know like towers and moving something and you know it's just ridiculous yeah um i don't think there's really been anything that's really stood out really crazy to me um we have a dungeon did you be uh 
I've I've beat it a few times. I got the uh, the exotic on my first clear. <laughs> there you go, streamer. Which was uh. <laughs> There's some weapons that I I like quite a bit. There's a grenade launcher that shoots um like two two rounds at a time. There is. And these are legendary Tex Mechanica weapons, which is the first time we've gotten those in the game, right? Yep. Yeah, because all Tex Mechanica weapons up to this point were exotics. Um, you have a sidearm that is also a two-burst, and the sidearm can get uh, Desperado on it, which I don't actually have yet, but I really want to see how that plays with Desperado. It'll be a bullet hose, is what I'm guessing it's going to be. Yeah, this it's just going to be the ultimate rapid fire. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, let's take your uh, your uh, sidearm and turn it into a 900 RPM, you know, bullet hose at medium to close range. Yeah. Holy shit. Sounds like um, How about the yeah, cosmetics? But... How about the cosmetics? I know it's a lot of um... stuff in that uh, dungeon. Yeah, the dungeon has a lot of that. Um, the seasonal stuff you have um, the the arc uh, the arc armor set, uh, which I don't think looks terrible, but I don't think I'm I'm going to get it on any of the characters either. Um, I do I do think it looks good. Um, I like the donning uh, ornaments for all three classes this year. Um, I'm only going to get those on my Titan. I just had enough uh, bright dust for it, so that's the actual reason that I have it. Uh, what else do we have? What else do we have? You know, you got the the bundles. There's some new new finishers. Um, I've mostly been playing on my Titan. The Titan got another um, legendary ornament that goes with the Curious of the Falling Star. Okay. Which which does basically the same thing as uh, the the Mark does, where I think you have to have the default version of the 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 Falling Star for it to actually work. But yeah, it just does the same thing. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. Okay. That, that's that's about all I have to say about the cosmetics, just because I've basically played on my Titan, and I haven't really been... I didn't buy a bunch of stuff this season, so I'm not... And I haven't really looked at a ton of them either. That's fine. Now, uh, moving away from, like, you know, cosmetics and stuff, because I know that's a big part of the game. Uh, seasonal story so far... Is it okay? I mean, you're dealing with Clovis and his kids, basically, this time. Yep, it's uh, Clovis, Anna, and uh, Elsie, the Exo Stranger. And Osiris a little bit, if I remember right. And Osiris has been involved. Um, There's still a lot of trust issues, I suppose, with old um, Osiris. Like, uh, Ikora doesn't trust him. She's she's kind of having him looked after by the Hidden. It's uh, not, not been good. He's kind of been a dick since he woke up. 
Um, virus has always been a dick. Everybody forgets that. <laughs> I feel like this this doesn't feel like the same him being a dick. It it still seems like there's some some shenanigans going on, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I mean, they did like infuse him with darkness tea last at the end of last season, so. Yeah, he he drank Nezarek, so <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. Nezarek with some lemon, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little lemon twist in there, some honey, ginger, whatever it took to wake mm-hmm. all Osiris up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the we kind of finally see the exo frame that was meant for. Rasputin, and um, it's it's turned into like that is just Clovis right now, like the the AI from the big head from Europa. Which, by the way, knowing that, I'm sitting there going, if they're using Clovis to speak through that exo frame right now, yeah, who's to say Clovis isn't actually going to remove all of his programming from said exo frame? Uh yeah, there's there's a lot of not trust in Clovis, which I feel uh it's makes warranted. a lot of sense. <laughs> it's warranted. Yeah. And anybody look back at the lore, the the crap that he was pulling on Europa experimenting, like when he opened up the Vex gate. Yeah. It's like why do you, uh, they, no, let's just keep sending people over there. Let's keep sending exos over there to learn more. It's like, dude, you're just murdering people at this yeah. point. There's so many things wrong with Clovis. It's not funny. Yeah, I feel like Clovis is the definition of a dick in Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, we're working with Anna, um, who's been, like, guiding us on the seasonal activity, which is... Um, it's called Heist Battlegrounds, and we've been to uh, Mars... Europa and the moon. I think those are the three. And I don't know if we're going to get another one. Um, the Exo Stranger's been around. I've not really been paying much attention to her. Mostly because um, it sounds like there is a new uh, voice actress. There could be. who Who's still know. doing a good job. But you also, like, it doesn't sound like Elsie. I heard it doesn't sound British enough. It sometimes it's there, and other times it just fades away, which is weird. And it like it it honestly just doesn't sound like the same person. <laughs> what does it go from like British to a New Jersey accent all of a sudden? It just goes to like a flat American accent, which oh, is God. it's very weird because there's like no consistency with it. It just happens. <laughs> But so far, like with the places we've been, um, we've we've rescued the submines of Charlemagne and Malahayati. Um, God bless you. <laughs> you, you, you didn't just sneeze there. I didn't know what the hell that you just said. That was like <laughs> I understood Charlemagne. And then it was just like. <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> Um, yeah, it's a, I, I don't mind the Heist Battlegrounds. Um, they've done something new this season, which I actually like quite a bit with the seasonal activity, mm-hmm. where, um, regardless of your power, 
Um, the enemies are just five power above you. So, like, it kind of eliminates a, um, like, a, a the power level to an extent. Sounds like a baby step to eventually reducing and removing power as a factor. And um, in Legend, there's Legend that opened up this last week that um, is the same thing. I think it does cap your power at uh, 1580, but everything in Legend is 10 above you. And uh, if I remember correctly, that is also match made. Legend is match made. Thank God. Um, which is, I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal, really, because of all of the complaints that have been part of the community for, you know, however long it's been. Uh, basically, the entire life of the game, I suppose. <laughs> and this week... Um, after the story, we also got um, the secret mission, which okay. is, what do we got? Operation Seraph's Shield. And, like, that takes place, um, you start out on Earth, and you end up going in and needing to fight fight some baddies to get inside, and then you actually launch up into another um like space station like deepstone crypt mm-hmm. but this time it's above earth and not europa and it was, it was platform yeah and it was it was more of a uh like secret slash hidden thing and it was supposed to be like the most secure facility and we get in there right away, so I don't know how secure it really. <laughs> well, it, it, it took you th- it took you three weeks to get the you know the key codes to open up the the uh, you know the pods to take you up there. Yeah. But when you get there, if I remember correctly, there's already like house salvation and the hive. Yep. And Scorner uh, also up there. Oh, great. <laughs> um. So, so does Clovis have any like actual security features other than just crashing the thing into the planet? I was gonna say it's just war sats and blowing shit up. <laughs> oh. So the whole mission, um, just to kind of give a light overview, is like a very small introduction to Deepstone Crypt, essentially. You do run into um the baddies that have the scanner buff. Um, you start with that, and then they throw in uh, the operator buff. And the operator buff opens doors. It, um, there is another spacewalk, and it will extend a platform so you can actually like get across. Now, you, you said operator, you also said scanner. Is the third buff in there as well? Yes, the uh, suppressor is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so all three of those buffs are in there. And it's... I think it's a really cool mission. It does take some time to figure out. Um, and, like, I would imagine it would be a little tougher if you if you have no idea what Deepstone Crypt is and what those buffs did. Um, 
But in overall, once you have it figured out, like it doesn't take super long. I don't know. And... Like from what I've, I'm sorry for interrupting, but what I've seen, yeah. you know, because I looked at some of the footage of this thing, like Esoteric's playthrough. When you pick up one of these buffs, Anna or Elsie come on your comms and tell you how to use them, like flat out, just tell you how to use them. I There's think also this... like a little pop up that shows up too, like it is. It does treat it like it's the first time you've ever seen the buffs before. Yeah, which is fine. That's actually good for players that haven't done Deepstone Crypt as a raid. Yeah. Uh, but I think at that point, you know, having the audio cue plus the visual pop-up, if you don't know how to activate those buffs and what they're used for, that's kind of on you at that moment. Uh, yeah, no, I'll give you that. Um, And then, so you finish the mission. Um I mean, should I say who the final boss is? I'm just um, gonna say it. Yeah, go ahead. I, it doesn't bother me. Um, I oh, I'm. I guess I might not remember the name. Praxis. It was one of the barons we fought. Um, from Beyond Light. Okay. One of the barons. One of uh, uh one of Aramis's. You know, like high-ranking leaders. And like Aramis tells us this when we come across uh the boss at the end and it's like the witness brought brought them back and they're going to bring back every other elixir defeated by light bearers um which is interesting um and then so you finish finish the mission and wait, you wait, get wait. us what uh praxis just for those who are curious that did beyond light he was the tech guy. He was the boss fight in Beyond Light where you had the drones that would appear in the room and you had to shoot them. You went down to the data core. When you first saw him, he was behind the uh, the barrier walls kind of mocking you. Yeah. Yeah, that's Praxis. He's like the tech guy that we were dealing with. Go on, go on. So once you defeat Praxis, you you go put a virus on a computer so that things can be stopped, I guess. Um, and then you get a like a weapon frame, and you have to go to the helm and talk to uh, Clovis. And then you get um, the Revision Zero, which is an exotic pulse rifle that's going to have four catalysts at some point um it looks really cool very war mindy um you can separate you can choose to have a four burst or a two burst um for shots which is unique and getting kills and uh like landing headshots builds up this um alternate scope that you can use like some very serious high power rounds turns into and, a sniper rifle basically yep you can get up the four shots and it does actually shoot like a sniper rifle too which kind of caught me off guard because i feel like the last thing we had like this mm -hmm. shot like a linear fusion so that's just what i expected it to be but yeah it's 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 shooting sniper rounds pretty much and it also has um anti-barrier intrinsic on it nice which i also like i really 
would like to see that as a more common thing in exotic weapons. Um, yeah, the I missions do, are I, cool. I do want to add when it comes to uh, was it Revolution Zero, the uh, Revision Zero, whatever the gun is called, exotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is craftable too, so mm-hmm. you will be able to change some of the perks around in it. Yep. And- it, well, you can then put outlaw on it as one of them. You can put under pressure as another one. You can also put fourth times a charm on it. And apparently under pressure, fourth times a charm has folks drooling at the prospect of firing four sniper rounds and getting two back. Yeah. And then just repeating the process of building up your uh, stacks and then just unloading six heavy shots. Mm-hmm. Especially on PVE side, but you know, it's like that's yeah. cool. I do like that the um, the catalyst just kind of give it extra things that you can craft into it. That's kind of nice. There's yeah, four catalysts, if I remember right. Four different catalysts. Um, I don't personally know. I mean, I think that might be kind of what you just added there. Is it just kind of adds those kind of perks? Yeah, that's all the catalysts do, or just add a um, thing to the crafting. So, like, the the one that you get from Clovis is actually, like, a red bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to, I mean, you could delete it, or you could, you know, kill enemies to get the resonance out of it, and then you can go craft it. Why would you delete it? You're just, I mean, you're if, gonna, if you delete it, you're going to go craft it. Yeah, but it's no, an yeah, but... slap it on and just kill everything with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of people's like favorite weapon right now. Um, I think it's fun to use. Um, Looks great. I'm again, damn it, you know, (laughs) I probably have a lot of fun with this weapon. Yeah. Um, I I I think that's about it, really. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot to talk about. I think that's good enough to like, you know touch on destiny too there i mean it's going to be ongoing still the season is still new like three weeks in and there's still quite a bit of stuff to go before the february 28th launch of lightfall Uh, you'll have your work cut out for you on that one yeah i think we'll figure out exactly how we're going to like approach that i think the first thing you know when lightfall launches that first show I think we should focus on like the strand itself because that's like the new, seriously new uh, character uh, class. And, yeah. and at least you'd be able to access a good chunk of, for at least one of the classes, probably your Titan, I'm going to assume, is what you're going to start off with. Yep. Um, let's see. All right. So that, that's good. You know, you had your. Oh, that, that's actually a question I had listed. At any point, during the space station mission that you were doing, Operation Seraph's Shield, at any point, was there an emergency klaxon blaring status calamitous at you? No, thank God. Damn it! That would have triggered some serious PTSD from our day one Damn. attempt. <laughs> Damn! We heard that for eight hours, Venge. Come on! Yeah, I'm, I don't miss hearing that at all. You know, I thought it was hilarious that we heard it for so long, and then Bungie goes out and releases a shirt that says Status Calamitous all over it. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. It was, like, available on their shop for, like, two weeks. I was tempted to get it, 
but every time I thought about clicking buy, my eyes started to twitch. <laughs> and I couldn't bring myself to doing it. It's like, I, I can't. I can't fucking do this. I can't wear that shirt. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that that's just a badge of pain for me. I just can't do that. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. What I've been doing outside yes. of the Destiny stuff. And I, I one thing about Destiny though, and I have to actually say this: this is like I'm going on multiple weeks now without playing it. Okay, mm-hmm. I stopped somewhere before the end of last season. I'm trying to remember exactly when they did the Assassin's Creed uh, announcement. I think it was before the launch of the season that was coming. And yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly when. Yeah. yeah, so so I'm kind of like on week four of not playing this game at all. After eight years of playing this franchise almost daily, at least weekly, this is as proud as... I am not making this up. This is about as close as I can get to coming off of being addicted to, like, cigarettes or something. Sure. I am not making this up. There is you have a craving to it. Yeah. And it's like, because you're, you're so used to doing it, it's the normal thing. It's part of your normal routine that I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, I actually caught myself the other day going back and reviewing some things to see, maybe I made a mistake about my judgment here. Let me go back and find some other sources and stuff. And no, I just, it just reconfirmed what I already knew. You know, I was looking for other somewhat objection, uh, not objectionable, but objective story pieces about Ubisoft and some of the other things, because part of the reason why I won't play Destiny, because, you know, aligning themselves with that company for cross promotion that I, I just morally can't do it, you know, and Ubisoft is still shitting the bed as far as I'm concerned with how they're handling this. Yeah. Yeah, it was still the same. And I'm I'm like, I, this sucks. This is, this feels like I'm coming off an addiction and this is probably a better thing for me, you know? But I've had, my wife's like, well, I said to her yesterday, it's like, you know, this is driving me nuts, but I know in like two days, as of yesterday, I'll have something new to play. Mm-hmm. So it'll keep my mind off of things till most likely mid-January when Monster Hunter Rise comes out. Then I take over there with some other people, start playing that more frequently. It's like so right now it's just a little bit difficult. She goes, "Well, if you want to open up a Christmas gift early? I can get you one." And I was like, "No, I I have Vampire Survivors." Mm-hmm. This past week I have played more of that than anything else. I have played more Vampire Survivors than anything on my PlayStation. I've had zero interest in streaming because I've been playing Vampire Survivors. Sure. Now, for those that don't know, this is a extremely, extremely simplistic reverse bullet hell roguelike. I know that's a lot of words right here. What I mean by reverse bullet hell is instead of the shots all swarming you, you're the thing that over time will produce a lot of shots going outward a lot of effects going outward, wiping out large amounts of enemies. Um, It's a roguelike in the sense that when you die or reach the 30-minute timer on most of the stages, 
you build and then you lose all your progress except for some things you've unlocked permanently. But it, it it's it's basic. It, it has this aesthetic like the uh, old school Game Boy Advance, maybe Nintendo DS Castlevania pixel art. You know, um, there's multiple hidden characters. You start off with four, if I remember correctly. You can find more through doing challenges, uh, finding secrets, uh, just getting X number of kills on certain stages of certain enemies. It just unlocks so much crap. I mean, for God's sakes, if you, when you hit the 30 minute mark on a stage, Mm -hmm. a Grim Reaper shows up makes a beeline for you immediately. It like almost like teleports directly on you and kills you. That's it. If you manage to kill it and there's ways actually to stun the thing and almost stun lock it so it can't budge. So yes, you can kill the Grim Reaper. You can actually unlock a Grim Reaper player character. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I didn't know that. That's cool. My favorite character in the game is a character named Osolo Mio. And I'm not going to spell it, but that if you read it phonetically, (laughs) that's like, Osolo Mio, because a lot of these names are like almost like operatic sounding, Italian sounding. Osolo Mio is a dog that farts flowers. When you move around on the board, a trail of flowers comes out of its rear end. Holy cow. So it's literally farting everywhere. And you can increase the size of the flowers, how many flowers come out, the lingering effect of the flowers. Um, You can do that for pretty much all these weapons because there's many power-ups. There's like uh, passive ones, but also you can get multiple different weapons at one time that you're using. So you have like pairs of pistols that are firing at 45-degree angles from you at the center. Uh, If you pick up garlic, it actually starts putting this radius around you that repels enemies but also if they get into it, they take damage from being in the proximity to it. And the more powerful it gets, the bigger the radius this gets. Uh, There's so many things you can do with this game. You keep finding stuff over and over and over again. You can combine weapons together to create new weapons. It's obscene how much crap you can do in this game, but you have to play and it's like an onion, and you keep peeling away layers, and you keep finding more and more and more stuff. And it's just but simple. Now, for a game called Vampire Survivors, at no point have I encountered a vampire. <laughs> yeah. There's that is a part- bit of a strange thing. Well, there, there's parts in, like, the, I mean, you find bats and stuff, but I've, I've never found anything that, that cues me into, like, this is the vampire I'm hunting down. In fact, the basic levels that you go through, stage one through five, if I remember correctly, um, typically on your map, once you get a certain secret item that displays a map for you, because you don't have a map, once you get the secret item that displays the map, you'll find an area on your map that has a question mark if you walk all the way over to that area, which typically far the hell away from you starting off at the center of the map, 
you sometimes find a coffin surrounded by a group of enemies. You kill all the enemies surrounding it, then you can walk over to the coffin, the coffin lid will pop open, you get a little bit of a, like a little cutscene quickly, and you unlock a new character, and it says, sorry, Survivor, the vampire is in another stage with a question mark. <laughs> something like that <laughs> basically the super mario thing like we're sorry mario but the princess is in another castle it's like it's not in this coffin it's like okay but i find somebody else in there and this new character has its own you know bonuses and flaws and starts off with a new specific weapon like you know the base characters uh one of them starts off with a whip kind of like simon belmont but you know the whip how it works in this game it fires in an arc in front and back of you Kind of looks like a weird propeller. Uh, another one has a holy staff, so she's firing like these little like balls of magical energy. There's an, a nun that you can find that I think has holy water bombs. Mm-hmm. And the way holy water works is it rains down from the sky and then like drops in areas that enemies have to walk through. So you're constantly moving around trying to get the enemies that are moving in on you to walk through the damage zone until you pick up other weapons, which give you more abilities and all this, all this level, all the weapons level up to a certain amount. There's actually something you can get that breaks the level limits on the weapons. So you can keep improving them past that. There's permanent improvements to the stats of the individual characters that you can find at later levels and higher levels of play. This game's ridiculous. And if you have a mobile device, it is available on iOS and Android for free. The most I've ever seen is when you die in this game, you can elect to watch a advertisement for 30 seconds to get a free revive. Or when you're at the end screen where it's tallying up all your gold coins that you got and how far you did and all this. Um, if you click the little button that says, oh, get more gold coins, you have to watch another ad. That's it. That's it. There's no other monetization for this on the mobile platforms, and that's all I've been playing it on. But you can also get it on Steam, Xbox, and it's available on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, Vampire Survivors, and there was a DLC that came out that is very... um mythic japanese inspired with new characters new enemies new weapons new passive items new stages it's pretty wild that's cool and and i highly highly recommend it to anybody that's looking for a fix as they're coming down off of their uh, destiny addiction like me it helps (laughs) with the jitters (laughs) Uh, also managed to uh you know Get into some other games. I played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on PS5. How was that? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's cool. If you have a PlayStation 5 and you never played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, I highly recommend it because it is a PS5 exclusive. It is not available anywhere else and was built specifically in mind to take advantage of the hardware. It is probably the best-looking game I have seen on this platform, and it rivals most high-end computers. Wow. It looks like you're playing a Pixar movie nonstop. It is that detailed. 
it is that precise. That's crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, like ray tracing, all this stuff. It's just crazy looking. Extreme amounts of animation, but it's well written. It is funny. The dimension hopping elements to it are just a ball to see. And I thoroughly enjoyed my experience with it. And uh, might go for a second playthrough in the future. Uh, awesome. But That's I also cool. played, yeah, it was so, Venge, it was so good. I, I got the platinum trophy on. Oh, damn. Hell yeah. I, I went straight through it and got the platinum. I was like, no, I'm going to do everything in this game to get the platinum. <laughs> and probably my favorite thing in the game, and it's just, this is a standby to Ratchet and Clank titles. There's always a weapon called the Rhino. R Y N O means rip you a new one. Oh, and sure. <laughs> yeah, it, in the first couple of games, it was like this weird rocket launcher that fired like hundreds of rockets. I mean, it made Ward Cliff Coil look weak by comparison with how many shots it would fire off. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, but it was the last weapon you would normally get in the game. It was the uber weapon in the in the Ratchet and Clank universe. And this is no different, except the Rhino in this game does not fire rockets. It fires an energy ball out of it that on striking a target, which does damage on that impact, opens a rift above the target and drops something from another dimension on them. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so sometimes it's like, okay, a rift opens up and a boulder drops out of the sky and lands on something. Another mm. time a rift opened up and a Tyrannosaurus falls out of the sky and lands on it. I've seen a you know a spaceship crash through the rift, smashing into something. Ridiculous humor. Ridiculous cool. humor. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. It's beautiful. If you have a PlayStation 5, I highly recommend this. I'll go into more detail about this in the future when we get our WordPress site up. It's uh, something that's coming in January. I have a nice big write-up on it. I also played God of War Ragnarok. Thoughts? I also got the Platinum Trophy on God of War Ragnarok. Oh. <laughs> God damn, bro. Uh, that's also really damn good. Very <laughs> impressive. But God of War Ragnarok is a multi-platform release. It's both PS4 and PS5, so it didn't totally take advantage of the hardware for the PlayStation, but it's extremely hard to tell. Yeah. But if you compare God of War from 2018 to God of War Ragnarok, there is like absolute advancements in what it looks like. Spectacular story. Uh, absolutely loved going to the different realms. And in this game, you actually go to all the realms. Finally, you go to all the realms over the course of the story. And it's just so, so amazing. Yeah. And there's even an end game to it where after the credits are done, you can keep going. There's still quests that start popping up. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And there's a second ending that you can get. I'm not going to mention it, but there will be a quest that will show up after you complete the main story and you're in the end game. There'll be another quest that Kratos can do. And when you complete that quest, the full credits will roll at the end of it because that's actually the ending to the game. 
and cool. it's, it's it's amazing it's amazing it it was very emotional it's a very amazing tale of a parent child relationship father son relationship uh, you see a lot of character growth from 2018's God of War to now on both Kratos and Atreus dealing and uh, like uh, even um, Freya who was in the first game you know she grows as a person too and uh, bringing in Odin bringing in Thor bringing in Thrud who's, through, uh, who's Thor's daughter She's awesome, by the way, as a character. Uh, Angraboda, I know that a little divisive on her, but I actually thought she was a charming addition to the cast. It's just so many cool things to this game. It's just a lot of wonderment to it, and some of the fights are pretty incredible. I mean, I like epic, epic is a good way to describe the fights in this. You played 2018's God of War, correct? I did. Do you remember in the very beginning where you encountered Balder, you didn't know his name, and that fight that just kept building until you finally, like, I think, knocked him off the cliff? Yeah, like, that's what it took to move on. (laughs) Yeah, but but for a game to start off like that, that was, like, one of these epic moments. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, that really put the game in perspective. It was like, this is a big epic story coming. Um, this game does similar, except you're on the receiving end of a fight with Thor. Oh. But it doesn't start off that way. It starts off as a sit-down conversation, which then leads to a fight. Uh, I will... You're going to see this anyways, but there's a part where Thor actually kills Kratos during that fight. Shit. Yeah. Completely kills him. The screen starts going black, and then you hear Thor in the background, like he's yelling. There's, you'll die when I say you do, and he sticks Mjolnir <laughs> the hammer on you. He puts Mjolnir to your chest and sparks it like a uh, defibrillator, and restarts your heart. Holy cow! Bringing you back to life, fighting <laughs> you more. It is wild. This opening, awesome. and it just. It just keeps going at that point. There's so many like amazing fights in this game. And there's a ton of secrets in this game too. Mm. Highly recommend like when when you're playing this one, go around, find the subquests, do the subquests, get as much story, as much context to everything going on, take your time and really just dive into this world that was created. Yeah. It's so worth it. Uh, that's awesome doing. yeah i that those have been like the main things i've also played a uh, stray on the ps5 stray that's where you, the cat with the backpack yeah yeah it's about you, you get through in about like six to eight hours you actually get a trophy for speed running the game in under two which is doable you just have to know where everything is so you can immediately grab it and move on um Really, really interesting game. Uh, it was quite fun playing as a cat. Yeah. And having a dedicated meow button is something else. My dog yep. hated it. My dog absolutely <laughs> hated that. <laughs> like, going berserk in the house, running around, looking for the cat. It was like, <laughs> I just 
otherwise, Near Replicant was the other game I played recently. Mm-hmm. It's the remake of the PS3 game Near, N I E R, that was the progenitor to Near Automata, which came out on the PS4. Okay, sure. Um, it, it is like the it takes place before Near Automata, and I played the hell out of that Near Replicant, and it was an experience. Mm-hmm. I got all five endings to it. Oh damn! And in much the Yoko Taro way, the first ending is just the first chapter, basically, of the game. You play it again, and you play it again, and you play it again, and each six. Six, uh, sequential playthrough as I stammer over the word sequential you unlock more and more story you get more and more context I think by like the third playthrough some characters that you would interact with and then leave you start getting cutscenes of them interacting with each other when you weren't there Sure. which now fills in some plot holes that you weren't aware of Though your character that you're playing as still isn't aware of this, but the player becomes aware of the bigger story. Okay, sure. Same thing with Nier Automata, if you played it. The more you play it, the more you dig into it, the more you find what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And it was just a good time. It, it was a very good time. It took me a couple of weeks to get through it, because no, I was streaming it. Yeah. But, but yes, as I mentioned, um, WordPress site, hopefully up early to mid-January, kind of use it as a home base. We'll put up uh, clips from the podcast, we'll link the full shows there, uh, Venge and I will be writing stuff, if she's putting up stuff on YouTube, I'll link it there too. So we kind of keep everything in one neat little space. For everybody. And it gives us a little bit more creative freedom, I think. I've been looking forward to writing more. You were talking about getting vinyl records of video game soundtracks. Maybe you can write about that. You know? Yeah, that could be something. That, that's be something, something that I, I wouldn't do, but, you know, it's adjacent completely to our interests of video games and, you know, pop culture stuff. And, hey, why not? If you dig the soundtrack... You, but you really want to be pretentious about it, get it on vinyl. You'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's kind of all I got, man. Is there anything else you want to add to the mix? So we went at this for quite a while today. I say I could I could tell it had been a while with how much we threw in there. Um no, I feel definitely. like I'm pretty sure I covered everything I wanted to. I know my Destiny stuff was a jumbled fucking mess, but... Yeah, please. It wouldn't be Destiny <laughs> if it wasn't messy, you know? I think that's part and parcel with the game itself. Mm-hmm. It's always a uh, semi-unfinished work in progress, so... Sure. Any talks about it have to be that way, too. It's just how it is. <laughs> I don't make the rules. It just it is. Well, if that's it, I think uh, we're going to cut loose here. Yeah. Uh, We're still at anchor.fm slash hg-podcast. Twitter is podcast underscore hidden. 
still, you know, we had a link tree, and Not then our, our 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 uh, dumbass lord and master at um, Twitter decided to ban those for an afternoon and then reinstate them because he can't make <laughs> yeah. up his mind. So I'm just keeping it off for now. Yeah, but we'll definitely let you know when the WordPress site goes up, so you can go there. All, more mm. of our links will be there and stuff. This will be it for 2022. Thank you for sticking with us. I know, yes, had, you know, some rough patches here, especially the last few months. It was very, very rough. Uh, we'll be back. I, w- I would hope right after New Year's, you know, you know, we do something that that first weekend we record after New Year's, mm-hmm. and and we'll kind of go from there, and catch back up on everything. Talk about you know, hey. How many pairs of socks and underwear did we get for Christmas? <laughs> exactly. Lots That'll be it. a good chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. It should be fun. Well, with that being said, have a happy holidays, everybody. Thank yes. you for hanging out with us this year. We'll see you in 2023. Be well. Take care. And uh, I hope you don't get any you know, coal in your stocking this year. Unless you deserve it, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, folks. Bye-bye now. All right. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye.